0: Trish has an amazing story. Uh, you know, She's got a ministry that she started, I think from some of the things that she's gone through. But the biggest thing was that she's overcome her fear of technology, she's thriving. Uh, and so part of it, she, she's gonna talk to us today about how other people can get started with that. But I think even more intriguing is what she went through in her personal life to get here. So, Chris, I think it's about time that we go ahead and bring on someone that actually was incarcerated and has now made it to the big stage on Dealcast 5. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, fellas. How are you going to hey, treat?
0: Awesome.
2: <laughs> Wait, that was that pause for US to Australia. It was just sort of like a, like a bit of a pregnant pause there. But welcome and uh, good morning. Uh, to you. So, um, how how are you doing today? What I mean, did you have to get up like extra early for us? oh
1: look, or... I, I normally get up early. So, g'day, fellas. It's a beautiful day. I'm coming to you from g'day. tomorrow, uh, and we're still here. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's 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 Tuesday morning. Beautiful day. I'm I'm often up early because I do a lot to do with the US. So, uh... I've already walked the dog, picked up his poop, and I've locked him upstairs. So. Said to my husband, "Don't let him down because he'll scratch at the door." He's my head of marketing,
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and thanks to Amazon, I've had to create a mute button on my stream deck. So, because it's faster, because because the truck keeps coming and delivering stuff, and <laughs> <of course sighs> it steps
2: off the dog. So, so it's like quick mute.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. So it- so
2: yeah so in it uh, in Australia I mean you're, you're you're talking about Amazon and and uh, you know have things you know lightened up a little bit over there I know you know uh, Jim had mentioned we spoke to Annette not too long ago and things were still pretty pretty locked down at that at this point are how are things uh, going over there are you guys uh, loosening <laughs> up a little bit or is it still pretty locked down
1: we were loosened up a bit it was it was going well and we're just getting locked down again now uh and in a lot of places we're and uh, the southern states are in a bad way i think there were we have something like i think 6 deaths in the last little while it's funny we go into lockdown um and i and i did some numbers um for um for you and uh you know you guys are, are opening up and Britain's, you know, the UK is having their Freedom Day and uh, with only, you know, 50-something thousand cases for the day and we get 10 uh, and we're locked in. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, it's very confusing. But lockdown, as tragic as it's been for a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. it was an opportunity that, that I I would have no business. And so that's why we're essential you could buy essential things, and so for me, that was right. that was my studio, and that's what I put together here.
2: So, wow! So those are considered essential items. So, like a, a webcam, a microphone, you could those are considered essential for your business. So oh, you, you could
1: absolutely, yeah. I would not have a business without going right. online, and I wouldn't have a ministry with it. And my ministry is actually expanded uh, because I've been able to reach more people in more countries. Just by coming, rolling out of bed and coming downstairs, than getting on a plane. Mm-hmm.
0: It's Incredible. awesome, and I think that's I think that's amazing, Trish. Because I think even for Chris and I, right, we started this show during all of this. Uh, you know, Chris and I had met in person a couple times before all this happened, but it probably was several months before we ever like got to see each other in person again. And even with that, it was mask, it was social distancing because we do live near each other. But it it's interesting because I feel like we've been able to thrive despite all this. You're another example, but then there's a ton of people that unfortunately have not been uh, as fortunate. And I do I do feel for them, um, but I also you know you know kudos kudos to you for going for it, right? And you know and overcoming uh, you know some of those things. But I and I don't want to spoil the story. So uh, why don't we? Uh, why don't we get into that? Why don't you tell us how you got to where you are? Because I think I think it's fascinating. Yes.
1: Lucky me. <laughs> um, so I was uh, working for a fellow in uh, around 2004, 2005, who I didn't know was actually a crook. He ran a mutual fund and I was working for him. And what he was actually doing was stealing the investors' money, including my own. I didn't know that he was. Uh, and, uh, he so it, what it turned out to be was a big Ponzi scheme, which if you don't know is where you think you're investing your money and getting some money back, but what you're actually getting back is a little bit of your own money, not, not actually profit. And of course it, it, it can't sustain itself. It implodes. And, uh, he was doing the wrong thing. And, uh, I got slammed because the whole thing imploded. Uh, There was no money and and I was the one the people were coming to, where's our money, where's our money? I didn't know what was going on. And uh, after a few months of people coming to me, emailing, phoning, turning up at my house, asking, begging, demanding money, I couldn't take it anymore. And I said to him, look, there's some money over here. Can I use that to pay them? He said, yeah, yeah, okay, do that. So I did. And uh, as it turns out, that was a breach of the Corporations Act because that money was not meant for that purpose. So effectively, even though I didn't steal anything, I misused funds. Look, if I could wow. go back and change it, I would. I can't. It's it's just it's it's not something I'm proud of. I don't. You know, I'm I'm deeply ashamed, and and I I wish that I could change it, and I can't. However, we've all got things in our past that we can't change. But it's what we do with it that matters. And uh, yeah. so what ended up happening was everything collapsed. We were put into liquidate, voluntary liquidation, where which is death of a thousand cuts, where you everything gets sold up and you have nothing left. And when we had nothing left, then I was prosecuted. And uh, this all took a few years. And it was 2009, January 2009, I front up to court with a financial issue charge. And you might remember a little thing that happened in 2008 called the um, global financial crisis. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Muggins comes up to court and uh, I don't know whether the magistrate was, uh, whether the judge had been an investor or not, but um, I got the maximum and uh, I could have, I could have got a fine, but uh, I ended up, it was a head sentence of two and a half years, but because I pled guilty because I was uh I served eight months in in prison, and uh, yeah. it wasn't country club prison there was a few months of that, but I blew that and got got kicked back to the general so yeah, general population with uh with everybody all the charming guests of her majesty and I was one oh, of them wow,
2: well, wow. wow. that's just uh, so so there was no i mean even though at this point you could you couldn't, you know, sort of plead ignorance, right? I mean, you were like there's people there, you know, it you didn't know, it didn't it didn't matter. It, you know, it just was ignorance this was this was coming yeah. down.
1: Ignorance not, is no excuse. An, yeah. Yeah. Right. Ignorance is no Ugh. excuse under the law. And look, I knew that it wasn't the exact right thing to do. I just didn't realize how serious mm. it was. Right. You know, and I think a lot of people, a lot of business people get into trouble because they're under so much pressure. Uh, that that it's like, um, just do this temporarily and to tide me over until things come good and you, you just can't. And, and that's why I wrote my first two books um, on, two of my books are on finance. It's on those warning signals. You know, these mm. are the things you need to watch out for so that you don't end up in that sort of position.
2: Yeah, a lot of people when they're in a situation uh, like you, where they're incarcerated, or you know, maybe not even something as as bad as that, and they 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 hit a turning point. What? was it while you were in for 8 months at some point did it did you just say i'm going to do this was it was it after that you got out like what uh what made you uh, write these books and sort of you know develop this um, th- these other things that you're doing including your ministry and uh you know being an author and a speaker what uh what sort of were uh you know what was the i guess turning point for you
1: well the i guess it's an interesting timeline because Legal stuff takes a long time to culminate. And the offence was in 2005. We went through a couple of years of liquidation. And it was actually then, you know, whenever you go through something tough, the sooner you can look for the lessons, the sooner you can start digging yourself out of that hole of depression and anxiety. Now, I still thought those emotions, those those conditions all the way through. Uh, But I needed to know how I had missed it. <clears throat> and I was deeply ashamed, and you know, particularly as a Christian, you know, you have these values that are around being, you know, honest and have, having integrity, and I and I had failed. Sure. Uh, and I thought, how is it that I got to the point? You know, I'm the sort of person if someone gives me too much change at the shop, oh, oh, that's that's five cents too much. Here you go, you know, take that back. Sure. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I studied it. And I, I met a fellow at a, at a breakfast. I was doing some, I was still working at that point uh, in sales. And I met a fellow who turned out to be a, an investigator. Um, and <laughs> it's funny because I, I said to him, I wish I'd known you, you know, 18 months ago. And when I told him my story, he said, oh, I know about that fellow. He said, oh my goodness, you know, he, he just, oh no, he's he's in with some pretty bad folks. And it was, you know, too late. But he helped me. He said to me, because I said, look, I'm writing this book on, can you give me some tips on what to watch out for in fraud? And he said to me, Trish, can you write your book for women? Because by the time they call me, it's too late. They can't afford me. And Mm -hmm. so I wrote my first book uh, and I didn't publish it straight away, Chris. Uh, I didn't. um, I basically just had it on my computer because I didn't know what was happening with my future. So I had this book on my computer. I went through prison where, once again, writing was therapy for me, and I wrote letters and journal entries uh, about my experience and actually got quite a following there because I I would write letters to my husband, and and, uh, I said to him, look, I'm I'm writing these same letters to a handful of our friends. Could I just write one to you uh, and could take out the bits that are just for you and the girls because we have three little girls. They were were little at the time and could you type it out as an email and send it to this handful of people to save me because we had to write everything in longhand you know you know back in the right. day when they they used to grow trees and make paper
2: oh yeah and i remember those
1: can, yeah use a a pen
2: did you dip did you dip the feather in the ink before you wrote on the uh,
1: oh well was that it would was be, it a
2: pen like that
1: <laughs> uh, well that would be considered a weapon. so oh, oh um, right we right right remember right. those we didn't quite have (laughs) crayons. We actually had biros, you know, (laughs) the pens. Right, right. But, you know, we could write in longhand. And uh, so Justin, my beautiful husband, who stood by me, he would type out, he would laboriously two-finger type out these email, these letters, (laughs) and they would go out to our friends and family. And we happened to belong to a wonderful, really big church, well, not big by American standards, It's you know, a few thousand people. Um, at City Point in Carindale in Brisbane, it's one of the big churches here in Australia, and we were quite well known, much to my embarrassment. Again, uh, and people would ask how I was, and so he'd put them on the list to receive these emails, and these emails went viral because people would share them and on-share them and on-share them, and so I had this following while I was in prison and receiving letters from people to encourage me, and it was just beautiful. And 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 you know that that's one of my books. Here now that that I published after I came home, and then I also, uh, yeah, when I came home. So, well, we can explore different aspects of, of the story. But um to answer your question for the timeline, I wrote "Dangerous Wealth: What Every Successful Woman Needs to Know to Avoid Being Ripped Off." I'd change the name if I did that again, too. <laughs> but in the book for women, while I was um, waiting to go to jail, left it on my computer while I'm in jail. Prison actually, because jail and prison are different in America. It was prison proper thing, the proper thing. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't know I was writing a book. That was my letters and private journal entries, and that's called Treasures of Darkness, a prison journey. And then when I came home, you know, I wanted to put everything behind me. I didn't want to publish a book because I was so embarrassed. Mm. You know, could I write it under someone else's name? No. And I came to the conclusion that. The only way to escape my past was to be upfront about it and say, yep, you know, this is it and tell my story. And so I very frightened, very, very hesitantly shared with a couple of people and uh, I said, look, I've got this book. And it was a lot of, in my town, a lot of the um, business groups and women's groups invited me to share my story. And I did, and and they were so grateful. They were business people saying, my goodness, yeah. thank you. These checklists, these questions we should ask, they're so helpful. And so it grew from there, and my confidence grew. And then I was invited to America for a, a conference of uh, finance people, and I went there, uh, and that turned into a month-long tour. Uh, and that actually grew my ministry because there was a lot of churches that wanted to hear about. How does a Christian, oh, and uh, more embarrassing, pastor's kid. (laughs) Right now, some people are thinking, well, that explains that. We know what they're like. (laughs) uh, And and so I minister and and my life is based on Romans 8.28, which says God makes all things work together for our good. It doesn't say it is good. All things are good. But he Mm -hmm. can make those things work together for good if we see them differently. And mm.
2: uh,
1: yeah, so that's how that's grown.
2: Yeah, well, it's nice. that mindset where if you know you're not really in control of, of, you know, there's only so much that we are in control. One of them is our attitude and our own mindset, right? Yeah. And so here you are, you know, uh, incarcerated in prison um, for something that um, no matter if you were, um, you know, uh, ignorant of the, uh, the financial, uh, laws or whatever, um, you still had to do that, had to serve that time. And, and like you said, we're embarrassed by it. And there's a lot of people that could spiral down into dark places. And, um, so, you know, in, you, you knew you were going there, you were, you had prepped yourself, but you really didn't know until you got there what it was like, I'm sure. Yeah. I, and so even yeah. then there were probably some dark times for you. What what um what helped you kind of uh you know keep moving through this even though um I mean I think everything probably around you was was there uh, was a lot of uh deep dark uh types of of things going on.
1: Yes, there really there really were. Uh, I I there was a long time before I went to prison and didn't know whether I would go or not. And uh, as it came, the time came. I had to make a decision, and I mean, some people might laugh at me, you know, that, that are not believers. But you know, my my prayers were always, you know, I'm not going to go to prison, Lord. I thank you for that miracle. And then, and then, I had to get to the point of surrender and just say, okay, God, I'm going to trust you. And uh, I took him with me, you know. It <laughs> <laughs> so I go, and little Jesus girl goes into prison, and I thought, well. I'm just going to make a difference, you know. <laughs> I, <try.
2: laughs>
1: I just tried to, I wanted to pray for everything that moved. And and these really scary people, It's one of the oh, yeah. um, prison chaplains said to me afterwards, she said, I prayed for you so much. I was so scared that you were just going to get bashed up because you you just had no idea how dangerous some of these people were. And you would just go up to them and say, hi, oh, how did you kill me? <laughs> <laughs> clueless, totally clueless, oh. and and it got me in trouble. I I, I decided, um, you know, I, I am a faith person. It, I mean, when I do uh, regular business talks, you know, that's that's for that. But when it's <clears throat> ministry, that's ministry. And when it's a talk like this, I'll just share my heart with what's what really happened. It's quite funny, but it really was dark. You know, it, it um, mm. you you cling you. You draw on whatever you've got to draw on, whether you're a Buddhist, whether you're a Muslim, whether you're Jewish, whether you're, um, you know, you, I don't know, you worship animals or forest or whatever, you will go to what works for you um, or what you hope does. And this did work for me. Now, some of it didn't because it, it sort of challenged some of my assumptions that I thought, you know, I'm a good person. I give. This shouldn't have happened to me. Well, you know what? Life happens to everyone. Everyone gets a turn. So, there's no use feeling sorry. Look, one thing I learned is that your biggest enemy that you must be ruthless with is self pity. Mm. The second you start feeling sorry for yourself, you can have a little pity part that I must admit there have been days where I just wanted to go to bed and not come, not get out again. But you have to recognize that and get them. And, and this is what I do in, in the, um, business talks that I do for corporations. When I talk about resilience and mindset, I talk about catching what's going on in here and reframing it and giving people tools to lift out or at least recognize and prevent. So if you yeah. know the warning signals of fraud, you can spot them. If you know the warning signals of anxiety and depression and what's going on in your life, you can intercept them. You can. And that's what I learned how to do. Another thing that I realized very quickly was, as a society, we have this us and them mentality. you know there, mm. there's people like us in whatever category we happen to be in, and then there's them. you know, there's in America, it's very politically polarized. If you're with us, if you're not with us, you're against us. and you know um, men and women and all this stuff. And um what I realized was when I looked down at what I was wearing, it was the same uniform as what Big Bertha was wearing. You know, we were we were all there. Everyone had done different things, but I was now them. You know, mm. I came from a respectable middle class. I would say now very privileged. I didn't think I was privileged, but I know how privileged I am now. And there I was among them, and uh, I started to see people. <clears throat> I see beyond this area, and that's what I would encourage people to do, is, is don't look at the label, look past it and 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 see the person. Look behind how they look and, and actually see them and care about them. And my heart, you know, my, my heart just turned inside out. And I have a compassion for people that, gives me a connection and and there's a joy in mm. connecting with someone, even when you're suffering together, when you're sitting down on a concrete floor with caging around you, and you can bring a word of comfort to someone or just hold their hand and say, mm. I'm so sorry you're not getting your kids back. You know, mm. what do you do with that? You know, and and uh, I got in trouble a lot. Um, for because I was clueless, you know, don't walk on the grass. Why not? <laughs> it's it's and and then of course I would, um, yeah. Jesus got me in trouble a lot because I <laughs> I just didn't get it. I just you know yeah. you're not supposed to you're not supposed to um, comfort someone when they're upset. You're supposed to report it so they can be monitored. Stuff like that. Mm. I just it's a whole. I would, yeah it was it was just it was like the Twilight Zone for anybody who's old enough to remember that where where they have a scenario where the rules just didn't didn't make any sense
2: right yeah and I, I love how um you're you're I mean you're obviously a person of faith and and you um you have you know a certain uh belief system and and those that don't will put you in a box right so yeah so if they if they find out that you may be a Christian or or whatever, they're going to think, oh, well, this person is going to try to sell me or they're going to try to convert me or whatever. But that's not that's not the way you went about it. You were like, you know what? I'm going to show love to someone. I'm going to meet this person where they're at. And no matter what they might think about what a person of faith is, mm-hmm. and maybe historically they've had that, those experiences yeah. with people who, who did it the wrong way, but you but you said you know what we're here we're all in the same place we're we're all humans we're all, we're all at this level and you're going to meet everyone at that level and show love to those people and i think that right there is really what it's about regardless of whether you know your your belief system how you were brought up it's like you start there yeah. then things become better from that point right
1: yeah it's about connection although um <laughs> You're making me look better than what I was. Uh, <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> that's my job.
1: Thanks, Chris. Yeah, no, look, no. <laughs> I, I have to admit, and and when people read my book, they're going to find out. Yeah, she did try to convert everybody. I thought, right, this is my this was my coping. i have going to get everybody saved. I'm got to get them all saved. <laughs> I'm going <I'm> to pray <laughs> for everything that moves. And, and uh, when that didn't work. Uh, I mean, it worked with it with a few people. I, it was like there was a breaking down of me and that religiosity. And this is what I do want to for those who are believers and and who you may you may think you're being persecuted, but really you're just being a pain in the backside to someone and, and you're just copying what what anybody would who's being obnoxious, you know, just pull back and care about them and now shift it and and you can you can see it happening as you read the book. and I was quite surprised because I, last year I did a an online challenge to get my courage up where you had to do something online every day live. And I went, I know, I'll, I'll, I just read from my book. So people um, go to my YouTube channel, they'll be able to actually see quite a lot of um, short videos of me reading aloud from my book sitting in this chair. And I watched that progression change from being, you know, it's kind of like people would rather be right then get it right. And mm. so I would hope that now, you know, the transformation for me was dropping all of that and just caring about someone. And then as the conversation opens up, if it's appropriate, then share and pray for someone. But, you know, the, your show is not about, it's not a religious show. It's not about spouting that stuff. It's just, that's just who I was and and am um, when the time is right the people are open to it. So look past it and when you mm-hmm. care about someone then they might give you the right to speak to them.
0: I think that's that's a very powerful message and I think it's so true. I think right sometimes we want to change people and think that or you know even like you said we think that's what uh you know God wants us to do and it's like no just be good to people and when they're ready they they're the ones that are going to make the change. You know it's like with our kids sometimes like we get so upset with our kids because we want them to do certain things. And at some point, you just have to step back and say, you know what? They're going to make their own decisions. I got to love them regardless of, mm. of that and hope that they make the the right choices because we set a good example for them. So, Trish, you know, this is it's amazing what you went through. And of course, you've yeah. got these handcuffs sitting over there on the table. And so we've got to talk about that.
1: From Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is one of my stage props to when I, when I give a talk. And, and as I say, if someone's out there watching and you're in the corporate world, don't worry. I'm there. The brief you give me is what I'll share. I'm, you know, I'm not going to go and I'm not going to give an altar call. Um, people can get in touch with me afterwards for that. But yeah, this is the thing. I love these because they're a great illustration that, you know, It's like the strongest prison bars, the things that bind us, are in here. And so, you know, that's what I love the visual of because it's like, yeah, they're big chunky chains. and uh, But really, they're plastic and they're really light and they're easy to throw off. So, you know, there's a good metaphor for you. uh, Yeah.
0: And and so you you started the so once you got through all this, and and like you know even more so last year you had another challenge like now how do I share my story when uh, I'm in a sense, in a, I guess you could say we were all in a sense we're in a metaphorical prison of we couldn't leave our house, now how am I gonna survive?
1: Exactly, exactly because you don't have to go to prison to feel trapped, but once again, it is. All in how you see things, you know, that, that your family, you know, you love your family and they love you. Uh, they don't deserve, you know, so often people think that, well, I can, I can fall to pieces and have a temper tantrum because they love me. They, they just have to put up with it. They don't. They don't. You, you need to remember that you love them. You know, my husband stood by me. He could have said, they're not touching my houses because we were actually quite well off. We'd would we done the thing <clears throat> during another boom where you, you know, buy a house, pretty it up, get the, get the um, equity, get another one and so on. He could have said, see you later, love. You're on your own and I'm taking the kids. Could have. I don't know whether I would have coped as well if that had happened. I don't know. I don't I really wouldn't have <clears throat> but he stood by me and I fell in love with him all over again because mm. of that and I made I was very conscious and deliberate in my decision on on how I would treat him through that difficult time I was not going to take it out on him even though everything in me wanted to scream and cry so I'd go for a drive and park in a car park deserted somewhere and scream and cry and pray and pull myself together and come back. Um, I did go to the doctors and get some medication for my, my, I was just so, just, I couldn't even think straight. And that helped. Sometimes you need that that help. Um, was when I came home, you know, I thought I'd done very well. And when I came home, it was like I, I exhaled and fell into pieces and needed to be picked up again. And, and, it's very important to be gentle with yourself and look for the good, and um, beware of you know. There's a there's a concept I talk about called your mental ecosystem. Whether you're in lockdown mm. or anywhere else, that an ecosystem is a delicate balance, and you get some poison into that pond, it's going to go through the fish, through everything else, through the bigger fish, and it's going to make everything toxic, right? So. Right. Your mental ecosystem has things flowing in through your eye gate, your ear gate, goes down into your into your guts and into your belly and then comes out of your mouth. It messes with what's going on in your head. You have got to be very, very careful about the things that you feed on that you allow into that system. If you're constantly watching YouTube videos about conspiracy theories, it's going to mess you up. Like, yes, be informed, but you don't need to be informed about every little thing that's going on. Um, Be very aware of of the biases that your demographic has and why you align with it. Just be, you know, I'm a Christian, but I don't agree with everything that a conservative government might put out just because some of their values match mine. Because some of the other side matches mine more, um, particularly because of the experience I've been through. So, you know, very important to keep this going. And when you're in lockdown, feed on healthy things. I would suggest uh, music, like I, I will come, this is my, this room is in my, this is my garage. You wouldn't know, but this is my garage and my cars are behind this wall. It's a pretty good looking garage, Trish. Yeah, wouldn't it great? Well, thanks to lockdown, <laughs> really... Look, right. You know, I can. I'll, I'll when when you're ready, I'll, I'll share a bit about about the garage. But put music. You know, you know, Elton John had that song about play those sad songs. Don't play the sad songs. <laughs> Don't play the sad songs.
2: <laughs> sad songs say so much. Or yeah, something. yeah, let me, let they say, end.
1: top yourself. Go on, it's not worth living. Don't do that. Don't play the stuff. You know. Play the songs, like, you know, I love to Google, I just put into Google, you know, um, praise and worship music or instrumental praise and worship or inspiring music. You know, songs Mm -hmm. that inspire, they're good. Uh, And the languaging that we use that we can turn, and this is what I I teach people to do, is to reframe, rephrase the sorts of language they do. Just simple things like, oh, I can't afford it. No, no. that's not in the budget right now, but I could if I wanted to. Mm. You know, because we all can. Anything we really want, we can get. Uh, and using words that build people up and pulling back, you say, oh, they just get on my nerves, you know. Um, yeah. It's all in how you look at them. I would often, there's three questions that I talk about in, in my presentations. Um, and it's asking yourself, how else can I see this person? Mm. How else can I see the situation, and how else can I be? Who am I being in this? You know, am I being my best self? You know, give you give them some grace, give yourself some grace. And uh, you might be in lockdown, but can you can you go into your backyard and stand on some grass barefoot? Maybe not in winter. Yeah, there was a in, yeah. when I was in prison, there was um there would be a concrete yard attached to the building and there'd be a basketball hoop at one end and the phone at this end and some benches you could sit on it was con- and, and the caging around us was like I imagine you have the same in America where it's like that reinforcement for concrete you know it, it's like squares mesh mesh
2: mm-hmm.
1: that was the caging that was what the fencing around us
2: wow. and
1: I remember sitting on the ground and there were cracks in the concrete. And there were some little bits of grass growing through, just a few sparse, sparse sort of blades of grass. And I would sit down and I would stroke it. it was mm. like, wow! And, and I would just give myself to that moment of the beauty and the courage and the persistence of this grass that had cracked through concrete. You know, finding little things that you can uh. focus on that give you pleasure and that bring hope. You know, call me corny. Yeah. Uh. But it no, seems no. So. I think it's
2: yeah. I think that's. I think that's. You know, if if you could just have a if, a little of that, you know, because I think you, you just to go back to the mental ecosystem that you're talking about. You know, I'm I'm probably aging myself right now, Trish, um, and I know you you're a lot younger than I am, but <laughs> um, Thanks, you know now makeup. things are endless. We have you can thumb scroll through anything whether it's youtube or instagram mm. or whatever and it's endless the algorithm will continue to feed and feed and feed you until you pass out from hunger or or sleep or, or you know whatever is going to overtake you and you have to you have to be aware and intentional and say listen i'm only going to give myself you know whether it's you know, any type of the millions of television subscription services that you can buy that will continue to, to feed your, you know, it's, it's okay to unplug your, your brain for a little bit and have that's healthy to kind of like, you know, take a little bit of a, you know, a fun, but if you're going into these places that aren't good for you and you just let it before you know it, it can just kind of creep in the back door. And it's like, how many hours have I been you know like in in the case you were talking about watching these conspiracy theory things or or whatever, and you're going to eventually it's going to affect you in some way. And mm. so it's uh, how do you how do you work with people to to maybe set some stops for them to themselves to be able to 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 get themselves back onto tra- on track on and, track and get away from that you know endless thumb scroll
1: Well, will you just said it uh, you said they, they need to set some stops. Um, you know, that, that you you might give it, set an alarm on your phone if you need to, <clears throat> but it's mm-hmm. more so much about not even stop it, like, you know, have a time limit, but find something better. So you're not just starving yourself of that habit of scrolling, actually find something else to do. You know, I don't mm-hmm. remember when people used to do gardening, you know, <laughs> they, they, there are hobbies that you can do that don't involve a screen and they're good for you. There's knitting, there's there's craft um, also. Well, if, you know, if you want to be online, have a live stream like we have because I, I know you wanted to um, ask me about my studio and the equipment because we did say studio on yes. a budget. And for me, it was a budget because, um, you know, it, it, it's your business. When, you, when you're shifting to online and, and our other business that my husband did, which was selling solar panels, you know, that was affected. So, you know, we had to be innovative and do things on a budget but you know you you find other things to do and uh in fact here's a romance tip for people and i've said this to my daughters i said you know um you might find that opposites attract and if they do because often it's the case and my husband and i are very different so our common our things that we do in common the overlap of the venn diagram is quite slim so what you want to do together while you're courting is there's an old-fashioned word for you. <laughs>
2: court. Yeah, courting. I like that.
1: But and, and there's so many resources online you can look up for activities that you may have no clue that you would actually enjoy. Oh, no, I wouldn't like going fishing or I wouldn't like rock climbing or I wouldn't like that. But you don't know till you, till you try it. So expand your circle of things to do so that you can do them together. So you, your little Venn diagram has a bigger overlap. And that actually makes you a more interesting person so that if you do want to do something online, you're not boring. And you're not just <laughs> betting on about one thing and being obnoxious just online. You know, have something interesting to talk about. And then when I talk to my guests on my show on Trish TV, uh, it I, I can actually ask them about what they're doing and draw them out just like you are with me. People are much more interesting than they think they are. well you know, well.
0: Be- very true. So, so Trish, because I know you're wanting to talk about it. So what was the process that you went through to build your studio? Because you, you're you not just the one look that we're seeing right now. You realized that you needed to develop different looks for different things.
1: Yes. Uh, well, look, I did invest in a couple of courses um, and uh, to do with you know how to do video. Uh, but really, the main thing is you want to have a good webcam. So and I've got a Logitech 922. I think that's what it's called. Uh, you have one of those. What I have behind me, this blue, this blue is curtain material. <laughs> it
2: Pinda, looks good. Pinda it does.
1: Thumbtacks. You can yes. see one of the thumbtacks. See that dot right there just above the plant?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's
1: a thumbtack in my wall. And uh, so I brought the chair from upstairs, and behind the chair is a little side table with a light on it, throwing light up onto the blue. Um, this is my, my grandmother's table that, um, that I have, and uh, a little plastic plant from the store. Uh, what else? Oh, and and the decorations you see on this side, I just flogged them off my my, my daughter's room. I just pinched them from her, <laughs> and I put some um, furnishings around. You want to have some furnishings, you know, to to absorb the sound. And uh, I my favorite store was um, was the hardware store. So you know where I'd get p- bits of wood for my. Over this side, I'll show you is my stand up studio. Shall I, shall I move the camera and show everybody now? Sure. Yeah, yeah okay. sure.
2: Yeah. So like
1: let's to. see. So over here is my stand-up area. So that big piece of blue is the same material, and I went to a shop called Bunnings, which is um it's a hardware store, and I got them to cut the strips of wood for me, and I brought them home, and and I just used a staple gun. You can see the bottom of the material. It looks like a staple gun's attacked it. So that's what it did. <laughs> And that's my stand. Now, I did buy quite a few things that it turns out I didn't need. Um, mm-hmm. And there's the spaghetti, spaghetti of cords all down there. But mm-hmm. that's my, that's silver, those two silver tables from Amazon uh, is what I use. I've got, and the orange box like thing under the light, that's actually an empty shoebox where I perched my other laptop. And the light mm. is, a, is what's called a cowboy light or a, or a soft box. I prefer those mm-hmm. and I have one behind me here but it's a bit bright if I show you. See look there you are. Right. Uh, and I have these cords. Now I have a tripod there with a second camera on. See what else I bought from Amazon were a couple of um I bought a couple of uh Apple uh 7s. Okay. So that I could use them as cameras. So sometimes as you can see I've got um I've got the the whiteboard just here. So I can do a digital whiteboard on the screen, but sometimes it's nice to get some thick pens and paper. And so I have a, I have this tripod here, just there the, in the middle, pointing at the mm-hmm. whiteboard so I can stand there and draw, or I can go further over to the third tripod. And you get the tripod on Amazon. So, you know, I get my tripod on Amazon and I can switch between cameras using my...
2: No, I, love back.
1: I love this. And uh, one of, <laughs> as I said, just the other day when the dog barked, I, th- I was on a Zoom and I thought, oh, where's my mouse? Grab the mouse. Oh, where's the where's the microphone picture of the button? Oh, I've got to zo- click that. Oh, I've got to click it. So there's like three steps <laughs> to to silence my dog. Um, <laughs> and so so I set up a button to mute my microphone and as soon as he he looked like he was he was going and I went bang, and they they couldn't hear him. So that's, I'm looking-
2: that's so smart, you know. And a lot of people they think when they see, you know, a YouTube channel like yours or um, a live stream like this or or a lot of things, and they see you know all of this stuff that's that is visible to them you know you've got the you know i've got these plaques and guitars hanging behind me you've got all of that nice stuff that you you know but i turn this camera like 1 foot over here and it's a it's a horror show over here i'm not you know it's like um i i'm, I'm afraid to even i'm afraid to even look over there let alone step but it's not none of that stuff that you mentioned was expensive.. No. And I think a lot of people a lot of people don't realize like and just an iPhone has a great camera in it, and there's a few things that you can do um, that you can use for that. And it can be a webcam if a webcam is an HD and like you said, the, the Logitech 922x that you've got, like these are things that you can within a budget, if you've yep. got if you're at if you got a tight budget and you're like, you know what, I can only spend, you know, X amount, um, you know, you can find things that work um that work relatively well. And then yep. when you when you become like, you know, the superstar that Trish Jenkins is, you know, then you could then then the money, you know, then you can say, okay, you know, now I want to level up and get a mirrorless camera or uh some other switcher or or whatever.
1: You mean like you you mean you mean like like the Stream Deck XL?
2: Oh yes. look at that. There you go. She's, She's been already up. leveling up
1: that I had <laughs> set up because I want more buttons.
0: <laughs> That's okay. I, I have one and Chris does too. In fact I waited because I'm like I didn't want to have the smaller button and say, gosh, I wish I had the one with more buttons. So I went I with know. the more buttons right away. Very
1: good. And remember, you know. Bear in mind when I said the iPhone, it was an iPhone seven right. last year. Right. I yep. don't want a better camera than that. You don't need to be seeing too much detail here. <laughs> <laughs> the older I, feel I get, the, same way. Yeah. the older I get. The older the camera I want. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying. <laughs>
0: Well, if it makes you feel any better, too, Trish, my brick wall behind me is held up by uh, pins as well, so it's not. Well, a I real thought brick it
1: wall. might have been virtual. Yeah, I mean, you I know, see people with the virtual. It's vinyl. But look, all you need is a little space. You don't. You right. don't need to have a stand-up area. You You can just put your camera on a tripod and, and move it up and and stand up, which is what I want to. And, and these soft boxes are beautiful lights, and they're not expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, these ring lights, sometimes ring lights can be annoying, especially if you wear glasses. So, mm-hmm. you know, you want to have soft, good, well, I mean, I have great lighting here and it wasn't expensive. Mm.
0: So, you can and have, are, you, are those soft boxes, are those LED lights so it doesn't get too hot?
1: Yes. Yep, they're, yeah, they're like, like a spiral inside them. But they're the original lights. I haven't had to replace them. And I, I had them. I didn't buy them last year. I had them when I used to do photography. Uh, a long, mm-hmm. long time ago, and I just pulled them out of the the storage and set them up. But tripods are cheap now. I, I mean, I've got a really expensive tripod from when I used to do photography. And when I wanted another one, I just went online. And you can find them, Like, just make sure you get the size right, because you want a tall one. Um, and you want to get the little clamps. They're only about a dollar. Little clamps that hold your, your camera in place um, on top right. of the tripod. You get the tripod. It has a little plate. Then you have a clamp that clamps around your phone. I mean, they're the purpose building um, uh, things for phones, and so you know. And and look, I've got one of these, but I don't even use it. You know, oh yeah,
0: it's, a little ring light, right. yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and it's got a it's got a light on it. But I mean, I use it sometimes, like if I'm if it's getting late in the afternoon and I'm feeling like I look a little haggy, then uh, <laughs> I'll I'll put a bit of lighting, you know, <laughs> it's screw you know, cool up and freshen up a little bit, you know? Uh, yeah.
2: So it's like when uh, when Jim and I were uh, first going live on Amazon, uh, we found out that uh, they, we could only go live at 720p and not, you know, 1080p or or 4K. And there was a lot of people complaining. And then Jim and I were like, I think we're okay with it because, you know, they're going to see less wrinkles. <laughs> and like, who's going to really be able to tell tell the difference anyway? But... But Trish, I, you know, um, this, th- our show is really about what we're talking about. And that is, um, you know, a lot of people will think, you know, inevitably in the businesses that, uh, Jim and I have, and, and likely yours as well, is that, you know, the conversation will end up talking about gear and people like the eyes glaze over when you start, you know, putting out numbers and start talking about different things and suggestions and all of that, um, but you know, what if you were? You know, what would you say to someone who's watching the show right now? That's maybe thinking about going live, and uh, they're thinking about you know a particular show that they've got, or a particular message that they have to say, or a story that they want to tell um, the world. But maybe they're they they've got some mind junk going on, and it might be tech or it might just be whether or not they think that their show is um, is good enough uh, as compared to to others. What would you what would you say to someone that's uh, watching or, or listening to the show?
1: Oh, I'm so glad you asked me that because I've been there and I can help. So I started off when I was terrified. I just did little Facebook live streams to friends you know that in in a safe place and maybe even just in a little group just practicing just in the little group and i did um, buy some you know do some courses to help me improve uh, and and get my 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 set and and so on but you know what uh, and i was trying to think of the lady who wrote for the name of the book but there's a lady who wrote a book called everything is figure out a book and i just <laughs> love that everything is figure out a book and it do, you don't have to know it all in one day. Uh, and, and here's some wisdom that my dad gave me. And he said to me, Trish, when all else fails, read the instructions. <laughs> 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 <So they're,
0: laughs> I think it that message it. was for guys and even more so because guys are always famous for not reading the instructions. But it, right,
1: You know, I would get soft. How many pieces of software have you bought? and you haven't wanted to bother going through, they will have a hundred. Start here with this little short video. Click here. Click there. This is how you, you know, just just take allocate some time and, and step through. Now, you know, I have my stand-up studio and this studio. This morning, I had a glitch. I'm using some new software, which is a virtual, oh, what is it? A banana something. Um. Anyway, it's 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 you put multiple sounds in and they all come out the one area. Well, when I went to test it this morning, no sound coming out. I'm like, I'm getting into you, I'm getting into it. Hang on, okay, everything is outable. And so, mm-hmm. I actually, because I have two of everything, and you don't have to have two, but it is good to have some spares. I switched out the laptops uh, and and plugged everything back in again. So, you know, is anybody going to die if you get it wrong? Well, if they are, then, yeah, maybe you should stress out. But if they're not, you know, if you fluff it, you can delete it. You can just go back and delete it. You know, you're having a go. I Look, I do want to suggest if you're going to deliver a message, check what's behind you. We don't want to see your undies on the doorknob behind you, really. (laughs) Put your pants on if you're going to be standing up, you know, Keep it simple and clean. You want lighting. You do want clear sound. I use a little Rode. Where are we here? Hang on, I'll pull it out a bit. Well, I might have to take this off. There's my little Rode microphone,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I've got some speakers behind. But you don't even need that. You can just use you can just use your on camera stuff, as long as people can hear you. But yeah, practice. You you can. And you know, I used to think I was not good at technology, and then I stopped. And went, hang on a Trish. At, at what point? We 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 don't need to see ourselves as though we're still in the fourth grade when we're in the seventh grade. But often, because we're learning, 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 we we think, oh yeah, I'm I'm still learning. I'm still not good at it. But you know what? You turn mm-hmm. around and look at what you have done.
2: Mm. You,
1: you you can do it. It's all it's all in here. And don't say I'm not good at technology. You know, a fifteen year old, you say I I, I or a twelve year old. We don't expect them to be able to drive a car, but when the time comes they're not 20 driving around saying oh i'm not a good driver they've learned yeah so.
2: everything is figure outable i love that i'm going to use i'm gonna, i'm totally going to steal that um yeah, Trish. Well, but it's you're not right lying. i think
1: you... it's um <laughs> you know i'd have to
2: <laughs> oh it's the yeah it's the it's the author that said that but i you know it, it's so true because people think when they see something that they can get that immediately, and but they don't know that whoever they're seeing, watching, had developed whatever talent or whatever technology or whatever knowledge they had. It took time for them to do that, and it's okay yeah. for you to get some knowledge. And there is a bit of a fast track because you can watch, go to YouTube University and yep. um, you know watch a few things and know enough to be dangerous and get going but you're not going to immediately be you know uh knocking out the world uh on your first live stream but the good no. news is your second live stream is going to be better
1: it is and, and it's right and then your be fifth one than will that. Be, your fifth one you'll bomb out again and go what the heck went wrong and so you just go back <laughs> and do it again and i looked up that right. author it, it it is um marie folio cuz i want to make sure i credit that Mar, uh, Mar, marie yeah. folio uh and also you know Find a 20-year-old kid to help you. You know, my daughters mm. are now, when I went to prison, my daughters were 10 and the twin girls were seven, Lissie and Olivia and Chelsea. And today the twins are 19. So I I have access to all these young people. And I, can you help me? Yeah, I can help you, Mrs. Jenkins. Yeah, okay. You know, so you know, it's it's you know, and, and they, they want to. They want to. And and they love it. I'm still struggling with Instagram because I'm not very consistent. I have these, you know, horizontal video interviews in, in, you know. <laughs> nah. That's what I want to do. I want to have an Amazon channel. Uh, apparently, I don't have enough subscribers yet, so maybe you could ask people to subscribe to my YouTube channel <laughs> to help me out.
2: Let's do it. What's what? Uh, give us the uh, give us the YouTube channel. Is it Trish Jenkins? Yep, that's uh, it.
1: It's just YouTube.com/slash Trish Jenkins. That's the URL. Look me Beautiful. up in there, and uh, you know, like, subscribe, and you know what? You can you can even sit down and watch me read my book to you, and you'll get some of the background of what was happening at the time. But if not, yep, that's right. Um, I actually have two. I've got one that's um, the ministry one as well, but you can you can find that as well. But um, and you
0: and you have a dot live now too, right? I do. I, I
1: haven't done anything with it yet. Um, but I, I'm not quite sure what to do with it yet. But um, when I saw you guys talking about it, I got my Trish Jenkins live.
2: Uh, well, when uh, we get when we get you live on Amazon, that's um, what I want to do. That that's what we'll uh, we'll you know Trish Jenkins So everybody can go there now and just bookmark it. So when uh, when she does go live on Amazon, you're you're already going to have a gazillion followers. How's that?
1: Oh, that'll be so good. I yeah, I I really want to do that because I want to be able to support other people. I want to do yeah. interviews with people who might have um they might be authors, and then people can just yeah. click and buy their book. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so you know I'm in groups with other authors. So yeah, and if anyone out there is is with either with a church or um another organization where you want a motivational speaker who can really help equip people get out of the funk that they that they might be in with an interesting story, pick me. I'm very
2: entertaining. There's your gal. That's right. Well, you've made some fans today. We've we've got some. The the chat has been lively. I know uh, Scott Ayers from Live Streams uh, Labs has chimed in a number of of times and really is wanting to have you on his show. <laughs> Um and so um you know he's 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 mentioned here in the chat he's a very strong reformed ev- ev- uh, evangelical christian but so relates to what uh you're saying to people especially in 2021 is more about lifestyle than shoving stuff down people's throats
1: so yeah oh, can i can i push the friendship um and do one thing to to There's one thing that I've learned to do that is just amazing in lockdown that makes people feel good. Okay. So a friend of mine is um, a woman on her own. She has two cats and she was in lockdown. She had to work from home. She had nobody. So we had lunch. I want to encourage people, have virtual lunches with people. And I said, I want to hug you. And I can't. She said, I know. I wish I could hug you. Now, don't worry. I'm not laying hands on people, but I do when I do this. But this is what you can do. You want to connect. If you're lonely and on your own out there, and you're feeling despair, and you might even might be someone out there who's thinking, "I just want to end it all," or whatever. Sorry to bring it down or in, but it's going to end up good. If you put your arms around yourself, I'm going to reach. Is this okay, to do? Is this too weird, or is this just say it's because she's not weird. It's fine.
2: No, it's not weird.
1: Good. This is what I do with people. Sometimes. Are we supposed to be doing it too, Trish? Would you do it too? it too? Do you want to hug? I know, yeah. it's sort of corny, but you know she's no. It's all right. I'm not. I'm not a fella, so you don't have to feel uncomfortable. So it feels pretty good. It feels good now. Just close your eyes. I am reaching through the screen, through the virtual world, and connecting overseas over the waters. What you're feeling now are my arms, my hands, and that warmth is from me you matter, I care about you and you're loved and you are valuable and just feel my hug, squeeze, feel that oxytocin release and when you're ready, just, when you're ready, just release. That's how I hug people online
2: and you that's can really feel cool. it right yeah that's 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 much better I think um than any other hug I've gotten virtually
1: <laughs> yeah you don't have to worry about wandering hands <laughs> or inappropriateness or anything like that you know? <laughs> <Right>. stop that
2: <laughs> exactly don't have to wear a mask to get that hug
1: you don't um.
2: <laughs> no, no I just
1: think there, there might be one or two people on there that that needed that though so everybody had to awesome. Do it. awesome
0: that's awesome.
1: Oh, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you for being so good to it, me.
2: It's it, it's been a pleasure uh for us as well, Trish. Thank you so much for uh for spending time uh with us and you know, I hope uh you know your story uh has helped someone else. I know that uh you know for for I you know, I can't speak for Jim, but um I go ahead I, I will go ahead and say that your your story uh has definitely touched us and um, for those who are still uh, watching and listening, make sure you pick up uh, uh, Trish's book, Treasures of Darkness. But she's also got Weapons of Cash Destruction, which apparently is the male version of yeah. Dangerous Wealth, um, as as See, well. Even, even the branding colors, right? She
0: she was all all over that, right? Look at that! <laughs> <Branded it> right? <laughs> yes, to avoid exactly. getting ripped up
1: in finance yeah. and relationships. So. All I
0: see
2: in the middle one is the word cash and fire. And so, like, that's that's a great marketing uh cover for sure. <laughs> oh, could, I right. could use
0: that fire right now to get rid of that wasp nest, but <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> awesome, good stuff. Well, thanks again, Trish. And uh Jim, you want to sign us off?
0: Yeah, Trish, thanks again for for joining us and uh Folks, uh, we'll, we don't have an exact date on our next show, but it will be soon. Uh, make sure you follow us at uh, dealcasters.live and that way you'll know when we go live. And Trish, once again, thank you, Chris. Great to be back on set. It's been a, been a week, right? But uh, no, we we, uh, we did get to see each other in real life. That was a lot of fun. We'll have to do that again soon as well. And hope that our friends from Australia can soon... Leave the country to visit other places. So.
1: Oh, I can't wait. I'm I'm so looking forward to it. So if anyone wants to get in touch with me, they can through how do they how do you get them in touch with me?
0: Uh however you would like them to get in touch yep. with you. So can my th-
1: email is just my name, trish at trishjenkins.com dot a u. So the AU uh-huh. for Australia. But or or just contact these guys and, and they'll put you in touch. But yeah, happy to be in touch and like my page, my most,
2: yes.
1: that's right. Yes, definitely YouTube, head to, please. head to the
2: YouTube channel. and Yeah, you can uh, message
1: me through that too, I think. Did I get
2: that right with the dot email address? dot
1: Trisha Trish okay.
2: Lots of dots uh, yeah. there. Yeah. Some extra dots.
1: Yeah, I couldn't get the dot com because it was someone else in America. trishjenkins.com.au Jenkins um, Or, or the, the live streaming. So, look, Thanks so much, fellas. It was, it was yeah? great fun showing off my, my no, and, and you, my,
0: and like you still have me. the whole rest, the whole rest of your day ahead of you because it's I Tuesday.
1: Do. It's <laughs> Tuesday morning, quarter to nine. So, this has been the highlight of my day so far. It's all downhill from Come here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's awesome. motivating me fresh.
0: This is great. Awesome. Thanks, right. again, Thanks again, Trish. Trish. All, right. all right, everyone. As always, don't fear the gear. Thanks for listening to DealCasters. Congratulations. You've taken another step forward in your content creation journey. Please don't forget to hit the subscribe or follow button here in your favorite podcast player so you can be reminded every time we drop an episode.
2: We love hearing from our listeners and viewers. And if you're wanting to watch our shows live on Amazon, feel free to follow DealCasters live as well at dealcasters.live. Follow us on Twitter Or subscribe to our YouTube channel, where we also include added content that you cannot find anywhere else.
0: If you have questions about this episode or have something you want us to review, you can also email us at dealcasters at dealcasters.live. Thanks again for listening. And you know the deal. Don't fear the gear.